Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What is your favorite fall treat? 651-641-1071. We are taking your calls on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Uh, what's your favorite fall treat, Bradley? Why are we asking? Fall on your knees. Because fall that's is a Christmas treat. at our uh, tippy toes at this point. So we're just about to enter full fall season, which gets us thinking about fall treats, of course. Um, specifically, there was an ice cram flavor. I think it's ice cream is what I meant to say I when I wrote like, this down. An ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah, I'll, I'll cram that in my right? mouth. Uh, there's a new ice cream flavor that got me thinking about this. Also, in our house, we made apple crisp this weekend, so I'm full. Oh, I fall. saw that. Thank you for bringing it in to share. You're welcome. Like there would be leftovers. You did not bring it in to share. No, I did not bring it in to share. Um, but also on Friday, a special guest... Steph Hansen was on the program, and she talked about how she's obsessed with pumpkin spice latte. And I was like, ew, I don't like that. But she got kind of mad. Anyway, I know a lot of people like the pumpkin spice latte. Oh, yeah. People Um, get real excited for that. Pumpkin spice season. Nonetheless, in Hausenhusen, um, it just got me thinking about fall flavors. Baskin Robbins, by the way, this ice cram flavor that I was telling you about Mm -hmm. is um, inside out apple pie. Okay, I'd be down with this. Right? It's got, like, apple. Here's how they describe it. Baskin-Robbins says it has all the elements of a classic pie, which means pieces of real pie, real apple throughout rich vanilla ice cream. There's also a ribbon of cinnamon-spiced brown sugar. Ooh. And uh, that's it. I don't know where oh, the crust would real be. But good. anyway. Yeah, no, it looks real good, just and I'm all here for it. Crust chunks? I it don't I don't think there's crust chunks. I think it's just apple and then the cinnamony stuff. Oh, I feel like okay. Then actually, I'm, it looks like there's. Now that I'm looking at the I picture, want crust it looks like crusty bits. Yeah, I want crust because if it's then it's not even an apple. Then why did you call it a, a pie? Like the crust is what makes it a pie. Yeah. So no, if I you agree. don't have the crust chunks, forget it. I agree. It. Um, but again, fall season. What's your favorite fall day? Six, six five one six four one 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 oh, oh seven, seven one. one. <laughs> Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's your favorite fall treat? Uh, what is your favorite fall treat? Or do you want to know mine? I mean, both and yes and. What's um, your favorite? Well, I'm not saying this to guilt you right now, but um, I really do like an apple crisp, especially when it's hot. Well, the good with a scoop of ice cream. Thanks. The good news is I've got a freezer full of okay. uh, portioned apple slices ready to be turned into. Apple crips. Okay. So when Can't I get wait. back from vacation, you never know. You're gonna crisp me up. You uh, might just get some Korean. Oh my gosh! Because there, I just there's something about it's like the cinnamon and the apple mm-hmm. and then the crunch. I found a really good recipe, the, oh. by the way, from uh, our good friends at King Arthur. Yeah, it was King Arthur's website. It was mm-hmm. actually really good. What was special about it? 
It's nothing special, really. It's just, you know, apple crisp is one of those things you could probably just accidentally make. Mm-hmm. But this just had all the por- proportions. It was all right. I will say it was too too much sugar. You really have to dial back the sugar if your apples are super sweet. And I used right. um, some local Zestar apples from the Minneapolis Farmer's Market. Thank you for asking. Um I know I could taste it when I oh no. <laughs> I saw the Zest Stars on sale and I was like, Oh, Bradley must be having They're a They're very day. sweet. Yes. So if it's sweet, then you want to dial back the sugs. Mm-hmm. If it's a tart apple, mm-hmm. you want to lean into that sugs. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I just learned the hard Thank way. You, Bradley the last, bakes a lot. The recipe uh, that I made had a little too much sugar in it. Uh let's go to the phones. Kim is on the line. Hi Kim, what's your favorite fall treat? Oh my gosh, you guys, I didn't even know I liked it till I was about 40 because you're a snob when you're a kid and you don't think you're going to like it, but I will make myself ill on pumpkin pie. Like, you have to take it away from me and say that it's all gone or throw it away because I will eat the whole pie. Wow, Kim. I don't know I, that that's I've unusual. ever... It is sort of unusual. I've always found pumpkin pie to be like a, 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 a little, like a, 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 a little's a lot. But oh you, my gosh, I'm like, bring it on. And I used to think it was like your grandmother's thing, like like kind of like a fruitcake at Christmas yeah. that everybody ignores. I tried it one year, got over my snobbery, and it, it's, it, I've never looked back. It's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Everybody send your pumpkin pie to Kim. I'll give Please. Kim mine. She loves it. Thank you. Mine. Thank you, Kim. I, I think I'm it, like, past the age where I need to ever have pumpkin pie again. It's funny. Right? You know, did I tell you guys this that like you don't serve it anymore? Right? I don't serve it anymore. Yeah, because I'm like everybody thinks they want it. They're like, oh well, we gotta have punk- pumpkin pie because it's Thanksgiving, and then, and then they don't eat. They it. don't eat it, and I'm like, well, I am not. I don't want to participate any longer in this sham of <laughs> of the uh, Thanksgiving pie debate mm-hmm. uh, that we're not having. Mm-hmm. I would say apple would be my preference over pumpkin. What about? Pecan, where does that fit in the show? Well, I mean, you know, by all accounts, I would rather do a pecan pie. I'm just saying typically the two most common pies would probably be an apple and a pumpkin. Yeah, and you're like... And I want apple. Uh, I would like pecan. Mm -hmm. I like pecan. I don't need chocolate in my pecan. No, people do that sometimes. Oh, who does that? What? Yeah, they put like chocolate chips in that thing. No, Mm -mm. Mm -mm. wrong wrong answer. Gabriel's on the line. Hi, Gabriel. What is your favorite fall treat? Hello? Hi. 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 Um, well, mine would go in a pie too, but it's cherries. Mm. All the cherries coming into you know, season. Yes. You know what's so, so interesting yeah, about that? In a pie, I will just sit down with a bowl and just eat them and spit out the pits. Like, I just cherries. Cherries all day. Cherries all day for you. Thank you for your call. <laughs> I love it. I don't know that I ever, I don't know why. I never think of cherries as a fall flavor. I don't, I wonder if it's because here in the Midwest, we don't grow a lot of cherries yeah i know somebody's gonna be like i have a cherry orchard and right. please send Congrats. us cherries yeah by all means and give us directions but cherry is usually pretty low on the list of fruit pies in where i grew up yeah they're um, a michigan thing okay so yeah midwest but not maybe minnesota, not minnesota. wisconsin illinois mm-hmm. texas mm-hmm. <laughs> those are the states i've lived in thank you and i don't think we've ever like bought a uh, cherry pie Holly, what's your favorite fall treat? Ooh, I like pumpkin. So I like you to make. Do? Yeah, I do. I like pumpkin pie. Wow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep eating it. But I like to make. Not really in the smoothies that much, but I like making my pumpkin pie smoothie. Okay. You know what's interesting mm-hmm. is I don't dislike pumpkin, but I want my pumpkin in a more savory dish. 
So like a pumpkin soup or a butternut squash or like soup. like a pumpkin curry. Ooh, mm. I made that last week. Yum. See? Mm. So I'll take the pumpkin. I just maybe I not say, in the pie form. I did have a um, pumpkin... Uh, pot. And that was a, wasn't pumpkin pie. It was a pumpkin muffin that was actually really good. But, you know, pumpkin is just like kind of a, it's like zucchini. I mean, it's going to taste like whatever you put it in. Right. It was just a really moist muffin with, mm. you know, cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg. Like, sure, okay. That custard pumpkin thing. That's not my it's not favorite. Tur- it's not. I think it's more of like a texture thing. Can I just also say this? Because um, when you you started to talk about that pumpkin muffin, I started to think about pumpkin bars with that cream cheese mm, frosting. I'm here for that. Okay. The real truth, though, guys, is that it's just a delivery yeah, vehicle for exactly. that frosting. That's what all I, mean, I really do want is ever that frosting. Taste, you, do you ever go? Mm, Ooh, pumpkin. It's really pumpkin-y. No. Unless it's a also, savory Also, it's dish. the spices. It's also the spices that go along with pumpkin. Yeah. That's the other thing that you, you're attracted to. Yeah, it's like when you go get your pumpkin your pumpkin spice latte, you're not getting like a, a spoonful of pumpkin in there to keep you regular. You're just getting the spices. Yeah. But so, I do like the enhancement of pumpkin, regular pumpkin, and all the benefits that it does just offer your gastrointestinal system. Thank you, Holly. Wow. Thank you, Go Holly. We are big on a healthy digestive system on the Colleen and Bradley show. We um, we all endorse good, healthy digestion. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for pumpkin chat. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, let's uh, touch on the Met Gala, shall we? Let's. After this on My Talk 1071. Well, you guys did the heavy lifting last night on the Met Gala. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. And um, I did not watch the live stream of the Met Gala. Um, but I did what I normally do, which is like flip through the fashion on, um, you know, the day after and see what the heck people were watching. Mm-hmm. First of all, can we just really quickly, what was the theme of the Met Gala this year? America the Beautiful or some dumb thing. What was it? Yeah, close enough. Yeah. Sure. Um, so people wore... <laughs> I am not a fashion, um, foo-foo, fashion, fancy pants. No. Um, but also, we weren't invited. So, That's true. Which it's is true. actually mm-hmm. also true for some of the Kardashians. Am I right, Bradley? Oh, yeah. Don't even get me started. No, I want to. That's why I said it. Do you want to start there? Sure. Okay. Um, so here's the deal. The Kardashians have a storied past with the Met Gala. And specifically, Chloe and Courtney have yet to receive an invitation I think we started with Kim, and then it goes Kendall, Kylie, and Chris. And it might be Kylie, Kendall. I don't remember exactly which is which without looking, mm-hmm. which I can do. It's fine. Nobody cares because you really don't care. But they each individually have been over the years invited to the Met Gala. I think Kim, of course, was, you know, here's what this is. This is why I think the current conversation around the Met Gala inviting TikTok tick I can't even say what tick tack TikTok stars mm-hmm. is so hilariously like fabricated yeah. irrelevant because there there are people who are trying to act like oh they're inviting these TikTok stars oh, like it's it, gone cl- really it like low class it takes the class out of it yeah um yeah, hi, reality stars. When Anna Winter decided to put Kim Kardashian on the cover of a magazine, and actually it wasn't Kim Kardashian, who was the first? Was she? No, yeah, it was actually Kim. It was Kim, it Kardashian. Was Kim yeah. and Kanye. It was the wedding, remember? It was, was that the first time, or was it the though? Baby? I don't. I think 
it was Kim originally. Or anyway, the moral of the story is once once fashion once fashion decided to indulge celebrity. Mm-hmm. That is, put celebrities on the cover of their magazines, involve them in runway shows, have them on the front uh, row of those fashion Mm -hmm. shows. Once Celebrity and Anna Wintour specifically made a deal with the devil to just throw open the celebrity gates, then all bets are off, frankly. And really, then it just becomes about like what you think is a celebrity or who you think is entitled to that that. terminology or honorific and what i will say is in the year 2021 there are a lot of people who are entitled to that honorific that is celebrity that you and i would probably shake our heads at but it doesn't matter because we're irrelevant we're in our 40s you know the kids are on the tiktok therefore anything on the tiktok that's where the celebrity is Mm -hmm. therefore why would you expect uh vogue or anybody else um, surrounding the Met Gala, not to go where the eyeballs are. The right. future of consumers of fashion and the things that they're trying to sell advertising for. Right. So, like, I just think that's a moot point. And I know I went way off from the Kardashian talk, but I honestly think they're connected. The reason Kim was involved or invited to the Met Gala, the reason Kendall and Kylie were invited to the Met Gala, the reason Kris Jenner was invited to the Met Gala. And the reason that Chloe was not invited to the Met Gala is because of who is perceived to be a celebrity mm-hmm. or who can move eyeballs to or you know, who has been graced by the powers that be to move eyeballs to the Met Gala. So the, but the piece that I think is really weird is then that I mean, because what makes one Kardashian, I understand the Kim piece, but what makes one Kardashian more valuable than OMG, all of the Kardashians? What do you mean? Meaning, it seems to me that if you had all of the Kardashians there, that that would be, that that would be better than just Kylie and Kendall and Kim and Chris. Right? I guess I just am, tr- I, I don't understand why Chloe and Courtney have never been invited. Well, there's a Kardashian for all seasons. Yeah, mm. that's true. There's a Kardashian for all audiences, right? Mm-hmm. I think probably as to why Chloe and Courtney have not been invited, they maybe haven't occupied a, an overtly fashion space mm. the way that Kim has. I mean, Kim, of course, Kanye, right? right? Like the two of them together, fashion superpowers. You don't have to like it. Right. You don't have to appreciate it. You just have to accept it. You have it. to understand mm-hmm. that this woman is moving fashion, whether it's with her or through Kanye at the time. So that's understandable to me. They were a thing that the world just, I mean, fashion was a thing that they both leaned heavily into. So right. that makes sense. Kylie and Kendall, um, both fashion icons, maybe a younger demographic. I mean, sellers and purveyors of those things in a way that I don't know. Chloe just. I feel like Chloe is kind of borderline Rob in that, like, she's got good American, her own Mm -hmm. fashion line, but it's like, it's not high fashion. Yeah, it's like affordable fashion. And and I'm not the, I'm not the decider of those things. I just, that's the impression that I get. Well, they haven't positioned her as being somebody who is high fashion, unlike Kendall, Kendall Jenner is, is a model, is a high fashion model. Yeah, that's actually her career. Mm -hmm. And Kylie, her cosmetics brand, 
is, you know, far and away or was anyway, Mm -hmm. at the time that she was invited, I'm sure, far more powerful and moving advertising than Chloe's Good American brand um, or Rob's sock brand. Don't you wish you were a fly on the wall, though, every year when the invitations go out and not Courtney as much like she's fine. She and Travis Barker, they found something else to get up to last night in the bathroom. Yeah, but (laughs) but. Chloe, I feel like she every year is like, I didn't get invited again. Chloe, I mean, the the story about Chloe is that she's always positioned as insecure or like defending herself. Like, I guess she's probably going to have to clap back at some point because somebody will say something about why weren't you at the the, um, Met Gala last night? And she'll be like, because I was more important doing these things over here. Like, that's the impression I get. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that's true, she may be like, I don't want to go to that thing. I don't want to be a part of that thing. You know, I have no clue, but I imagine just from the positioning, mm-hmm. you know, it makes it seem like she would be very, you know, butthurt that she wasn't invited. Right. Well, she's doing right now some work for a fast fashion yeah. brand. Sheen. Sheen. People are going bonkers over the video that was posted because it's photoshopped. Well, I mean, hello. It's I mean, it's Chloe. Chloe? It's Tuesday. What? Photoshop? Listen, we have like literally a minute left and I want to put a nickel in you about Kim Kardashian's fashion last night. I just, I I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense to me. She dressed up like a big black nylon. You can't see anything. The photos take away all of the definition of whatever she was trying to do. Mm -hmm. I know, Holly, you liked it minus the face covering. Yeah, when she was at the after party, when she wore the little superhero mask on it, I was here for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you're far, like, I'm going to be clear, you're far more avant-garde than I would be with fashion. I'm just like, I don't get it. And, like, when you take photos, you're taking a photo of nothing. Right. Because the black is absorbing all the light. So well, maybe no... that was her perspective. I know, Bradley. but see, that's where that's where I realize I am not an artiste. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, this is our art. Crazy stupid idiots is our art on the Colleen True. and Bradley show. After this, on my talk one zero seven one. Now let's get to those crazy stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy stupid idiot. <laughs> Colleen and Bradley present. CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. And sometimes other places like where? Blue Water Shopping Center. Oh, I love that place. That's in Greenhithe. I don't know where that is. It's somewhere in the United Kingdom. Uh, but Paul Hooper, whose email address is Pahooper. <laughs> Stop it. At, no, it is Pahooper <laughs> at thekmgroup.co.uk. He brings us this story. Oh, man. And it's uh, Mr. Pahooper tells us that there is a trio of female thieves who did some shoplifting recently. But, you know, shoplifting, schmoplifting, it's garden variety. Crazy stupidity of behavior. It's not even crazy stupidity behavior. It's just Dumb. garden variety crimey yeah. behavior, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess the fact that three moms went shoplifting on a shoplifting spree, rather, at the Blue Water Shopping Center in Greenhithe and swiped 2,500 pounds. That is some sort of equivalent of dollars. Okay, because I was going to say, that's a lot to carry. That's a lot to carry. Uh, but 25. 25- 
hundred British pounds of perfume. Like, okay, that's interesting, right? Like, uh, tell me, you know, about that story on any given day. But yeah, but there's got to be something more. There's got to be something more, and it's why they say they had to shoplift mm. all of that perfume. Well, first of all, that's, you know, the first thing that a criminal is asked when they've committed yeah. a crime. Why did you do it? Why did you do it? Right? The like, why. there's going to be an answer that's satisfactory. This one's not going to be satisfactory. Well, to, to the police, anyway. Is it because they stunk? <laughs> I mean, that would be a satisfactory answer. Makes sense, right? No, and I should say that these three women have 16 children between them. I don't know how that's relevant to the story. I just noted it in the first sentence. That they point that out. I, I was like, were the children with them? Why do we need to know this? Anyway, um, I will... Because people with children should have morals. Yes, they're not allowed to break laws. Um, but I will say uh, that the Maidstone Crown Court... Sounds always so official over there. Mm -hmm. Heard how the three had stashed 21 bottles of expensive perfumes among four layers of skirts with special pockets, which were worn over pants. So, and they, they like name them and talk about how many kids each have and all that stuff. They were laughing and waving to family members when they were being uh, tried in court. Um, But then maybe they were laughing at all the wigs. That's the thing about British court that I always think is so funny. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Does the judge wear a, a wig at the I you don't know, know the Bailey over in uh, Greenheight? Maybe. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you're right. That could be exactly why. Mm-hmm. Although I will say, none of this tells us anything about why these are crazy, stupid right. idiots. Again, it doesn't answer the question: Why did they do it? Why did they? Do it, it is why they did it, and it's not because they stank. Stunk. Stink, stank, stunk. It is because they oh. have stunk. So it would be stunk. Stank. Stank. Yeah. Oh. They stank. True. They have stunk. Um, it is because they like to eat it. No. In fact, when they were asked why they stole $2,500 plus dollars in pounds of perfume... They told the court, the devil made me do it. I would like to know more about how that conversation took place. All it says was, when asked of the shoplifters, uh, they were asked why they'd done it. One replied, quote, the devil possessed me. So, What about you, the other two? I don't know. They possessed two. I don't know, but um, apparently they were all possessed by the devil. The devil apparently appreciates clone from Pen Halligans and Joe Malone. So those are the two oh, stories. Joe, that, Joe Malone is good. Yeah. Joe Malone perfume. Yeah, it smells good. good. Did the devil make smell. you <laughs> steal some Mm-mm, Joe Malone? No, but that is a good, good smell. I don't know what a Pen Halligan is. That must be a store. Yeah, I don't either. Hey, we're going to the Pen Halligans. I wonder, like, what do you do with all that perfume then once you have it? Uh, I imagine that they were they were reselling it. Yeah, Uh, because the devil's not going to make you steal designer imposter perfume. (laughs) That's true. Do they still have those stores? No, but I used to love that. Like, oh, you know, it would always tell you what it's supposed to give you a whiff of something else. Also, and it always smelled just a little off. Penn Halligans is a British perfume house. Founded hmm. in the late 1860s by Win- William Henry Penhaligon. All right. A Cornish barber. Noted. Noted. Where are we going next?
we are going to the world. We're going to all over. Oh, the whole world. Yeah, okay. this is um any this goes out to all all you all people. The ladies. No, this goes out to all you people who think that there is a household way to kill coronavirus. This oh. goes under the headline Covidiots. Oh, fun. I like these. Now, listen, I know we all want to think that there is a quick and easy way to protect us from the COVID-19, but it's just not this simple. No, there's no easy answer. Apparently. Well, there is an easy answer. It's called a vaccine. Next. <laughs> I just want to give that. It's the space Whoa. it deserves. Thank you. Uh, get the shot. Um, <laughs> There are memes that have been circulating all over Facebook that say that if you cut an onion in half, cup it against your nose and mouth, and huff the onion. What? It will kill coronavirus. What? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Correct. Who thinks this? Um, there's a lot of there are many different this is a popular um a popular meme in, in many different cultures, but also it's making the rounds on Facebook, which means y- you know people who are huffing onions. You know onion huffers. Okay. I'm not huffing onions. Onions aren't going to stop. No. COVID-19 or much else other than give you horrid, horrible onion Yeah, breath. and if you're putting it all up on your face, your I face mean, I is going to stink. Logically speaking, maybe that'll keep people away from you. So that could be like True. a defense mechanism. Maybe that's what it's all but about. But like the fact that you're being dumb thinking that an onion's going to save you, that might, I mean, I shouldn't be... I just don't an onion is not going to do the trick. Um I just want you to know that this has gained so much traction that the foreign press has had to actually debunk this. So people have actually been doing this. Yeah. Okay. They say that the huffing of the onion disinfects the respiratory tract and cleanses the lungs. You know, whenever I hear these like so-and-so said Blobbity Blue is going to help protect. Mm-hmm. You kind of just have to do like a logic experiment in your head. Okay. Take and I don't even know journey. that experiment is like the right word. No, because I think it's actually just logic. Just do the logic. Yeah, you right? just have to apply logic. Like, if onions mm-hmm. prevented the spread of COVID, mm-hmm. then... We'd all be going to Cub Foods and huffing the onions. to huff an onion, mm-hmm. and we wouldn't need a vaccine. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. There's a second step. You huff the onion and then you chew on the onion. So it's both. I'm sorry. I did not give the proper tip. Well, it's yeah. I mean, thanks. no, it's still bogus. That's crazy. It's still bogus. I've never. That's one I haven't heard. I've heard some really out there ones before. Yeah. Onion huffing. And some ones that sounded, to be quite honest with you, plausible. But that again, at the end of the day, I always just do that thing where I'm like, well, if it was that easy, mm-hmm. then wouldn't we all be doing that? Apparently not, because no. there is a very easy answer. And all the vaccine. Not everybody's doing that. Yeah. Next. Thank you. Okay, I want to take us to Florida. Florida. 
And I want to tell you about a Florida man who was just arrested. His name is Mark Anthony Filial. Mark and, Anthony got arrested? Oh Mark Anthony Filial. Oh, okay. I don't think this is the Mark Anthony you are thinking. Okay. Mark Anthony Filial. We just call him MAF for short because mm-hmm. them, them's, them's. It's a lot of words. His initials. He really, really enjoyed toll booths. This guy is like a toll toll booth extraordinaire. He loves driving through toll booths on a regular basis. So much so that that he was arrested. For frequenting them too much? Yes, he was. Well, specifically, like, his visits to the toll booth. Was he doing that thing? What thing? You know, that... Okay, it turns out <laughs> uh, seven, he said he really likes it. Seven different times over three days, around seven in the morning, he would enter the cash lane of the toll plaza. There, the toll workers told troopers that he would roll up, roll down his window, and show his schweenus schmivitz. Yep, his schweenus slash. Schmivitz. But he wasn't worker. fondling. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I would imagine at that point, you don't, it's, you know, whether you're holding it or not, it it's doesn't, a- it's a moot point, if you will. <laughs> they, he, uh, the toll worker said he had no clothes on and was, quote, showing his privates. Now, here's what I think is hilarious. Like, okay, that's your thing. I don't know, set up a fake toll booth at your house. Right. And just like, you know, get on a big wheel and just roll up and be like, hey, and have, you know, your girlfriend like take your toll. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, it's going to cost you 45 cents, uh, whatever. But when you do that in public, there's a problem with that because right. that's illegal. Yeah. Right. Correct. Also, toll booths. Anything else about toll booths might be a bad place to take it out. Yeah. I just feel like, well, I. It must be the angle. Like, he must have gotten tired, you know, of just driving around naked and nobody seeing it. But when you roll up to a toll booth, it's true. they're looking down. Yeah, that's true. Um, but also cameras, right? Right. So that's how he was caught, because there was a bunch of cameras on him as he rolled mm, through the toll booth patootie. with his um, Franks and Beans hanging out. If Frank, I guess he just had the yeah, one, probably. Yeah. But. I don't know. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time to play a game. That game is entitled The Throwback. Live. After this on My Talk 1071.